I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the very latest edition of the Premier View Tipperary GAA podcast. Don't forget to give us a follow if you haven't done so already on Twitter. We are at Premier View Pod. On Facebook, our page is the Premier View Podcast and on Instagram, where we are Premier View Podcast. We have up-to-the-minute news on all things Tip GAA across all our socials, plus the odd giveaway so don't miss out. If you're a Spotify listener, don't forget to hit follow and also hit the bell so that you never miss a podcast episode. Hello and welcome to the Premier View Podcast. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Tipperary Senior Hurley, Hurler and Marquee Forward, Jake Morris. Jake, thanks a million for agreeing for the one-on-one interview. It's great to get, I suppose, an insight of a current county player, what it's like being in the in the setup. And, you know, at the moment, I suppose, we're supposed to be in the off-season, as they're saying, but I suppose the new GA season, it has no real off-season. And just, I suppose, first of all, the questions we'll talk about, I suppose, uh, your 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 club, Nina, and what your hopes are for Tip in twenty twenty four. But I suppose what's your what's your current I suppose routine like? Would there be much contact with the county, or what is off season like for you at the moment? Um, yeah, Kevin. Yeah, I'm delighted to join you here anyway tonight. Uh, thanks for asking me on. Um, I suppose off season is it's a tricky one. You're trying to stay fresh, but you're also trying to stay on top of your fitness and stuff like that so I, I suppose I had a nice break we got knocked out a number of weeks ago so I've just been trying to kind of keep taking over as best as I can in the gym and um, actually played a small bit of soccer as well there for the last couple of weeks so but um, I'm raring to go now again uh, I think it's the 24th it's tomorrow night actually we're back officially so you're back uh, so like, yeah, did, a, did yeah. the text messages ever stop really or did they just when you go back to the clubs today does Liam Cal and Cole just kind of does, you know, does the communication stop then or would he be texting away? In fairness, in fairness to the lads, uh, they leave you back to your own devices. Um, 
once you're back with the club, you're with the club and look if you ever need anything or you know, they check in with you every now and then to see how you're getting on or if you need any sport. But um in fairness they let you back to your own devices. Um once you're back with your club, you're back with your club management team and, and they have a handle on you. So no, you don't have you don't have any kind of a a link between the two once club season is on in fairness, it's fairly much you're either with the county or with the club. So there's a, a good a good structure put in place. Yeah, and you said you were playing soccer there for you know the last couple of weeks, and I suppose that's one of the the good things of the of the split season. If you like, now you can actually go and do other stuff. So is that something you think you'll do for the next few years, or are you getting a bit of, knocking a bit of enjoyment out of it? Yeah, to be honest with you, I'd rather be hurling deep into the championship than playing soccer. But um, no, look, I only played a couple of games at our Rovers there, um, just out in Portro, but um. Look, it was grand to keep keep the legs taken over. It's nice as well, kind of uh, to do something different. There's not as much pressure, I suppose, involved in playing. Um, you know, once you switch the code, hurling can be kind of all go, 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 high pressure stuff. But it was nice for a few weeks just to 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 kick a bit of ball there out there. Um, they're good lads out in our overs, but like I said, I kind of prefer to be hurling into the latter stage of the championship um, in Tipperary. Uh, absolutely, yeah. And I suppose you're Nina man true and true. I suppose started hurling with Nina Arog, probably four or five, if you can even remember now. And uh, you know, you had a fair bit of success with 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 the club, North Champions this year, of course. And I suppose you know, just kind of get a get a handle on um how important it is, you know, being being down at the club for you as, as you know the county player. But you know what what kind of role the club plays for you. Uh, yeah, look, the club is like anyone. Anyone that comes on here will tell you the same thing. The club is where you'll start, and that's where you'll finish as well. So, um, you know, it's always, it's always, um, it's always in my head. I'll put it that way to you. Um, sometimes it can be hard to um, divide yourself from the club completely, but you can't master the two, the two of them at the same time. So you kind of have to park it when the intercounty comes, and put your energy into that and your thoughts. Um, and put the club at the back burner. But once the intercounty's finished, it's all go again. And it's great to be back at the club. I suppose this year, for me, it was great after the disappointment against Galway to come back and play. I think we played North Championship two weeks after. So it kind of it's a great way of getting it out of your system. Um, but like I said, you'll, the club is massive to me. And I love giving as much of the help as I can in the club. Um, but it's where you'll start and it's where you'll finish. And, and I suppose anyone will tell you it's always probably on the highest of your list to, to win something with the club it, it kind of means that bit more because obviously you're, you're you're winning with the lads you're growing up and stuff like that so um no the club club is everything really um we're lucky in Nina we've we've a great club there with some great upcoming herders um we've a new pitch on the way um next year as well so it's really um it's looking good there in the club at the moment there's a lot of good work being done um, all the way up along from the juvenile club up up into the board and stuff like that. So, um, I'm really lucky you now that I find myself part of that part of Nina. Yeah, and so just even there, I see on the Facebook, great kind of social media presence for Nina, and you know they have the lotto up and going. Great, great work being done on facilities over. It is really, you know, it's going to be a powerhouse over the next ten years, and I suppose it's great being a big player in the new Tipperary County Championship, isn't it? Because as as you said there, like you know, the club a win with the club would mean so much. You know, a, a county title has to be the aspiration, I suppose, for the next let's say five years or so. Nina, I, yeah, look, since since I've been up senior, thousand and seventeen or thousand seventeen or eighteen, um, it's always the aspiration to to get to the 
the county final day and, and try to get your hands on the the Dan Breen. But look, that it always it doesn't play out like that either because it's so competitive. Like in fairness, for a couple of years there, we're there thereabouts knocking on the door. Um, we're after kind of bringing through a few young fellas in the last couple of years, winning the North final there the last two years, but. It's such a hard championship to win, and you can see like Killadang and winning it this year. Like they're they're a fabulous team, and you look back through the last couple of years, there's been only a puck of a ball in it, really. So, um, like yeah, there's no point hiding away from it. That's that's obviously the aspirations, but you really have to get your house in order to even be considered um contenders because um it's so close, and there's about eight or nine teams that could win it on any given year. So. A really tough championship to win. Absolutely, it's it's definitely one of the hardest championships to call, you know, in 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 the country. And I think you know it's it's great to see as a as a as a fan, I suppose, as a bystander. And look, you also played, you know, you you talked about Nina bringing players up, and generally you're also a veteran, I suppose, of Hearty Cup teams and you know uh, Fitzgibbon with with the college. And just to kind of get your reflections on, you know, what role that plays, you know, the schools hurling, I think, is very important fulfilling the, the winter but also college hurling as well you're a veteran of that as, as well so just get any thoughts you might have there yeah look um to be honest with you the hearty cup and fitzgibbon cup are probably two of the best competitions you'll play in um some really fond memories of, of playing in the two of them um my mind brings me back to Tumi var a couple of years ago or temple more was in the hearty cup semi-final there was a couple of thousand at it so um hearty cup really good really good competition and Kind of, it's it's where you start seeing lads developing, and from there they get picked for county minor squads, and it's the same with Fitzgibbon Cup. You've seen, like, if you look back through the last couple of years, lads that have been putting their hands up in Fitzgibbon Cup have been getting a run in the leagues with the with the county team. So, a really good platform for lads to to put their hand up, but also really good competitions to play in. And Fitzgibbon Cup obviously has a social side to it as well. Um. You know, it's great to be able to play with, like I played with Mikey Carey, Mossy Kyo and Kyle Hayes. Lots of lads from, that you'd be you'd be battling out against uh, normally, but it was great to kind of to train with them and play with them and have a bit of crack with them after. So two really good competitions and two competitions I have fond memories of playing in. Now, ultimately, I didn't get to put my hands on either of them, but again, we were, we were there, thereabouts. Um but really fun memories looking back on, on the two of them competitions, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you were in that sweet spot, weren't you, with the minor, the under eighteen when when it was still there with got the All Ireland win with, with Tip as well. So like it's uh you know, I suppose just touching on that then, you know, you you were two years a minor and then on under twenty one as well and almost fast tracked into the Tipperary setup and you know, you're coming in with all these kind of household names and, and stuff into into Tipperary. Do you, you feel like you were kind of always, always kind of ready for that, always able, or were you a bit, you know, were, were you a bit nervous going in there? Uh, I know, certainly you'd be, you'd be very nervous. Like I remember, I can remember as clear as day getting the call off Michael Ryan. Like I was only out of minor from 2017. Um, I actually broke my jaw at the start of 2018 in college. Um, so I was only after recovering from that and I got the call to go in and join this, the senior squad on a trial for a couple of weeks. Um, and at the start, I thought it was a piss take. You know, and such a, um, I think Michael Ryan rang me at half 10 or quarter to 11 one night and I was full on sure it was a prank call. So, um, But when you got in there, I suppose it's a really infectious group to get in and see Callanan and Parik Maher and Brendan Maher in, the, in their pomp, you know. So um, it was it was a real eye-opener for me, but... I suppose I went in there with 
with um no kind of baggage and I was able to just go in and enjoy my hurl and I actually ended up getting my debut then that year. So look, we did, we got knocked out early that year, but for me personally it was it was great to get on um and make my debut and get a couple of appearances and we ended up winning the under twenty one for a finish that summer. So but um yeah it all happened very quickly and no it does take time to find your feet in there. It's, it can be an intimidating place going from minor under twenty one up into the senior grade. Um but I suppose I was lucky I had some some great characters like Noel McGrath and, and Brendan and Seamus to to help you along the way. Yeah, definitely known you know probably hopefully still still around for next year. I've seen the squad list. You said you're 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 back tomorrow, but you mentioned some of the again the marquee names, you know, like guys like Shamey, kind of Brendan Marr stepping away in re- recent years. And do you think I suppose look you're you're twenty four now, you kind of see you filling filling that kind of leadership role stepping up now over the next couple of years and like leadership doesn't mean shouting the most, doesn't and all that, but it means I suppose spotting things and 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 maybe having a quiet word here and there. Um. Yeah. No. Definitely. Um. Like I think really, like you said, there it's not being the loudest in the room. It's probably about her doing, letting your hurling do the talking. So, look, that's something that if you was I've been around now for a few years that we need to step up and and fill the gaps there that the boys left. Was in fairness, to them they carry the mantle there. So so well for so long and um it's something anyway that I'll be hungry to do is try 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 carry on there from there kind of um the leadership roles they played and stuff but look we still have some great leaders in the dressing room um and in fairness like we you know we we've, we still have great leaders I, I I know that for a fact um but it is up to others to to, to kind of chip in to to the mantle that's been left behind so that's something definitely that we're aware of inside the dressing room. And definitely, this was one of the questions I was asked to ask is like, you always, you always kind of call you a natural goal scorer. And how much are you allowed to be a natural player in the modern game? Or how much is, you know, you, you're looking at, say, video analysis and you're expected to be in a certain area? Or how much do you think you still play on instinct now? Um. Yeah, look, <laughs> there's definitely, I think for myself anyway, I'm definitely still I still definitely play off instincts and I think any any full forward line or kind of forwards in my in my bracket would be would be the same. You're you're living off instincts and, and that's that's what you're told. And in fairness, most managers would they wouldn't stop you playing off your instincts or there obviously is a more an element of tactics in the game now that you have to be aware of and you have to know where to stand on set pieces and puck outs and stuff like that. But when the ball's in play and it's moving so quick, you are still playing off your instincts. So you look at the top forwards there, like uh, Galan and Connor Whelan and these fellas, they're very much instinctive players still. And you can, obviously there is another side to it as well, that you have to know your, your role going the other way. But um, yeah, no, I think don't think any, any time soon you're going to see kind of a management taking, taking that out from their forwards or, or any of their players really for that matter. It doesn't have to be just in the forwards. And, um, if your instincts are where where it got you, kind of got you there today, and you're not going to take that away from yourself. Um, so it's just about developing yourself as best you can in the other areas of the game that are so prominent at the minute. Being in the right right place at the right time, which are plenty plenty of the time as well. And I suppose beginning to look at that, you mentioned it, as you can tell. I suppose you're absolutely you're chomping at the bit to get back hurling now. I think you you know you're meeting up tomorrow night with with Tip and looking at twenty twenty four and. We'll, we'll chat about that, but just the 
the week of a match, you know, we're in this split season again where you're, it's not quite every week you have a match, but it is, you know, it can be like you've, you've very little time to reflect and maybe have the post-mortem on, on one performance, good or bad. And hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're straight into, you know, the next game. Would you have any kind of way you'd approach a week um, there? Like when do you actually start thinking about the next game? Is it a couple of days before it? And like, how you know... Just yeah, with the way, things, the way things are gone now, I suppose, like it could be week on week or you could have a week off. So, um, I guess for me anyway, it's really the whole week is focused on the weekend. And I suppose once the game is played, you might reflect on it that night. And maybe if you had to do a bit of video work the day after, but once I suppose on the Monday it's gone and you're already focusing on the next one. So whatever reflection you have to do, get it done Sunday and Monday and park it and whatever way the game went for you, you have another one coming next week and you have a different challenge, you have a different opposition, different way of playing, different way of trying to break them down. They have a different way of coming at you. So you really have to, like, especially a disappointing game, it's it's all good and you're playing well, I suppose. You don't have to reflect that much. But uh, if you are after are after having a poor performance or whatever, you just have to pull it out of your head and, and leave it go, I suppose, as best you can. And would you be that sort of player... Like where you're able to like maybe like a lot of players I think might dwell on the kind of the poor things that they do or whatever like you know you could you you know would you be that or would you would you be able to kind of park things and kind of move on? Uh, yeah, I suppose. I look, I've probably learned with age now and a small bit of experience that there's no point um, beating yourself up too much and again because I think really um, perspective comes into it too and it's it's a game. At the end of the day, it's, it's not kind of life or death. Um, a couple of years back now, I would have been completely different. I might fucking lock myself in the room or, yeah. you know, I'd be staring at the wall for the night. But um, I think nowadays I, I know just to reflect, see how you can get better and move on from it really as quick as you can. Because um, if you're thinking about something like that for the week, you're going to affect your mood and your energy coming up to the next one as well. So, no, that's that's easier said than done, by the way, too. Like, um. Uh, do you know if you're after missing a shot or missing a chance to, to win the game or whatever or made a mistake, it can be quite hard to get yourself up on Monday and go back in and face, do you know what I mean, face people in work or face people in the town again. But at the end of the day, like it's all part of the sport, like making mistakes. So I think that comes a small bit with experience that you get to kind of realise that it's going to happen and you just take yeah. it in your stride, really. 
you've never played a perfect game and that's it I suppose you're all you're playing on the edge aren't you everything is 100 miles an hour the decision making the quick and it's as you said like it's you have to go so much on instinct and you can't get too high or low with it but that's a that's to be honest that's a very mature response but it is hard to do yeah you know it is definitely maybe with with the younger players and the day of a game then is it still a case of kind of meeting up the horse and jockey or if anything's you won't do or you will do on a day of a game any meal or anything like that yeah uh, look I'd be very much I do the same things all the time um be try to be as relaxed as I can um we uh, we normally look we normally meet in if we're playing in Turles we normally meet over in the jockey maybe three hours before the match and look it's nice and relaxed in fairness there's no one kind of ready to to, to kind of jump jump uh listening to songs or anything like that it's building themselves up it's kind of very much relaxed um and you kind of you don't really get going i suppose until you come into the stadium but that's that's the aim anyway that you you don't expend any energy before that so it can be very much relaxed beforehand and in fairness um everyone kind of you eat what you want really whatever suits your stomach you're not forced to to eat too much or too little and everyone has their own way way of doing it and I suppose I like my own my own routine before it and but it's it's nice and relaxed to be fair and um, nothing too mad like I've I've no superstitions or anything like that really um but just literally get to the get to the jockey three hours before the match and try to be as relaxed as you can up until when you get out on the pitch and then you're ready to to let loose but try hold off and as much uh, energy and adrenaline as you can until then that that's mm-hmm. that's important for me anyway. And we see, and I'm, I'm not talking about Liam Cal's kind of half times in particular, but we see over the last couple of years all the kind of the soccer documentaries and stuff, real insights into into club workings and all that stuff. Is there have the GA like you know from the early days you were might have been all about yo you're not up for this and all that sort of thing you're not working hard enough kind of thing. Is the inter county now the the half time team team time used a bit differently? Is there like a bit of kind of tact, more tactical based, or is it just like you know, get your break and look what we're doing well here again? Yeah, like I'd be, so I'd be lying if I said it, it hasn't moved on a bit. Like it has moved on because you're probably looking at some of your metrics, like in terms of your stats, um, to see how you're, like they kind of, they show you how you're performing. Really, you don't really need to look at the scoreboard by looking at some of them stats. You kind of have a fair idea of how the game's going um but to be fair no you know, there's no there's no one coming in baiting the baiting the, the hurley off the table or anything like that i think it's the games are so intense that you really have to get your breath like and there's no one shouting or roaring or barking at you for you come in nice and relaxed and try try gather yourself and take on fluid and and get yourself ready to go out again because it's 35 minutes of of such a battle like that it's it'd be wrong to go in and, and, and waste yourself for another fifteen minutes. But there is there is an element of tactics in there. Um you know you're looking at stats and you're getting pointers off off different people in there. So there is an element to that. But there's I think gone are the days now where where the manager comes in and he's banging the hurley off the table for fifteen minutes. Um now he might he might bang it off him for a minute, but maybe not not fifteen anyway. Yeah. And would you be comfortable looking at the stats kind of that element of the game that's coming in you'd be able to take it a key message obviously the third level degree might kind of help in, in that regard as well but you know that to kind of being able to absorb the info what they're telling you and that comes with experience too yeah no no to be fair like I should look any like every team's going to be the same it won't be kind of your metrics are going to be how hard you work and you know hooks blocks tackles you'll hear it all the time Um, 
you might hear something about retention or you know there's different things being used um but no sure look if, if i was told 14 balls were hitting to the full forward line you're only after winning two of them that would stick with me fairly fairly clear and top of the head so um but um yeah look in fairness the county game is gone in that you have to be able to retain information you have to be able to to tune into what what you're doing um otherwise you'll just get found out and it'll be like a broken link in a chain so um everyone in fairness is 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 fairly kind of aware of of the importance of tuning into the, the tactical side of the game that's great nice was look the Monster Championship is again as the spectator is absolutely great for the Tipperary supporter I suppose in terms of colour and atmosphere and Clare, Limerick, Cork, Waterford all great games but for a player again it's just so competitive do you ever wish you were maybe just one or two years give us Leinster and, and let's build up towards something Um, maybe the years we didn't get out of Munster yeah. but um, no look to be fair it's 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 great like they're, they're great matches to be part of um, just every one of them really take on a life of their own, and they're like there's an arg- yeah there's an argument to say the games probably take a lot out of you, but they're they're the games you're training for since December. Do you know what I mean? You're you're putting in hard blocks of training. You're over in the in the muck over in Doctor Morris in the in the rain down top here, the snow for them days down in Park Cueve or taking on Limerick and Gaelic Crowns and stuff like that. They're they're really good days to be playing and really enjoyable days. Um, obviously they're very it's it's very difficult to go out and perform kind of in four four big games. Um but I think if you like you've seen from the, the, the kind of the last couple of years, if you can get your nose out of Munster and into a Munster final, um it'll really set you up because you have a lot of good good games played and so you're you'll be really building a squad by the time you get out of Munster and it'll really stand to you going down the down the, the home straight as long I suppose if you can stay injury free and stuff because the games are fairly very fully blooded so but look exactly. I can play in because they're such great games to play in as a player they're the ones you want to play in so I wouldn't change it exactly and you, you said a few key things there I think you know staying injury free as a as a panel and I think Tipperary are very much still a developing team obviously Liam Cal's first, first year in the job last year so I'm sure he would have learned a lot as, as will the players and still bringing up a lot of younger players some very well known names kind of departing the scene over the last number of years so you know, all those things add to, you know, a, a, a lot of challenges for, you know, when you're maybe a, a younger player, a newer player in the, in the setup. Uh Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, sure, look, injuries are part of sport, really. Every team has them. Um, I'm not going to say that we've been hampered more than other counties because we, we probably haven't, to be fair. Um, we've had our fair share of them. But that is really, like any anyone will tell you, any inter-county player will tell you, the games are just so fully blooded that you they're going to expect injuries and you just have to deal with them. That's that's why most counties will have thirty five or thirty six fellas under squad. Um, so yeah. it's just part of it, really. Exactly. And you're back in tomorrow. Who's the I suppose who's the player that you you like least marking in training? Maybe they're they're always full blooded going for it. Or no, I didn't say we we're back in tomorrow. We're in, <laughs> we're like tomorrow officially. Oh, yeah, uh, but I suppose. Ah, sure, look, you can't look past Barry for Rowan O'Mahar, I suppose. Um, they've been around around the block for a while, the two boys. They're, they're very they're tough competitors inside there. Um, Craig Morgan's another one, in fairness, as well, that we, me and Craig would be very well used to marking each other now at this stage. But 
they'd be they'd be a couple of tough competitors in there. Absolutely. And just uh, thanks a million, Jake, again for you know that's a real good insight, great insight, to be honest, into the life of an inter county hurler. Just before we finished off, uh, a few quick a few quick fire questions. So again, we won't dwell too much on these a few, but favorite pitch. We'll go club first. Favorite club pitching tip. Um, Clock Jordan. Clock Jordan North. Well, Southern Boyos rarely get to see it. County. <laughs> um, Park Uquive. Lovely, lovely. Will you get to play there this year? Or is Bruce Springsteen? Uh, oh no, you have him at home. Oh, home, oh, home, home to Cork. Cork this year. So, uh, yeah. Uh, favorite takeaway? Um, any pizza, really. It'll be a pizza there. Chance, chance for a good plug there now for some, for some, uh, for some takeaway. Nina, hurley making size. Um, I use thirty three, a thirty three inch, and the hurleys I use are star from Kilkenny. Your thirty three inch, so just there. That's that would be a small hurley for your size, for your size. Yeah, I suppose it would be. Yeah, um, I can't see myself coming up a half an inch even for another while, maybe. I might have to, but at the minute, any I'm happy enough at thirty three. Uh, favorite holiday spot. Um, New York. New York, smashing. And last one then, sporting event you'd most like to attend. Let's say outside GA for this one. Um, uh, the soccer World Cup final. Final, exactly. Well, I don't think Ireland will be there anytime soon, but you never know. Yeah, Maybe, that's soccer. Soccer would that be your main passion outside the GA, or that's your main uh, passion? Of? Yeah, I I do enjoy I enjoy watching soccer, but I I watch anything really, any sport. Yeah, soccer, rugby, hurling, football. You know, wouldn't bother me. Camogie, um, any live sport, maybe bear cricket. And what's the what's the father? See Chelsea supporter? You Chelsea as well? Yeah, two of us are far since. Um. Mad Chelsea's boys, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so look, you might get over there under get over there soon soon enough for now for an old game. So Jake, uh very best of luck uh for twenty twenty four and beyond with Tipperary and Nina as well. Look forward to you continuing to hurl up a storm. So again, thanks thanks a million. Thanks a million. Cheers. Mm-hmm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.